Well, folks, welcome back. I'll be talking Derry City, and I can't say we're any more upbeat, are we, Kev? Like, it's been a, a bit of a dismal run, hey? A bit of a, an anti-climax to the, to the season and the run-on. And it's um, after Friday night, an all-null draw against Shelburne. And, and there wasn't too much to write about, barring the, the sent and off. It was an anti-climax, as I said. It has been. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, I was chatting to Liam Coyle on the way in on Friday night, and... He came out with a line that, you know, we, we keep saying the hope of Casey. He even says to me, you know, okay, if, I, if they won the night, they're a point behind Shamrock Rovers. My reply, uh, we can't use basically, <laughs> but it used a few speeders by me telling Liam, gone away, stop annoying me. Uh, uh, but I, I know from, from his point of view, the next player won the title, you, you just can't give up. You have to keep going. Yeah. And that's true, but... Look, see, to be honest, and I'm staying in the line here from Kieran Doyle, at the minute, Derry are doing a Spurs. They're going to possibly finish third in a two-horse race. You know, that, that's the way it is at the minute. Their form, when the crunch has mattered for a league title and they're running, they've had two victories in their last six league games, and no disrespect to two victories, and I know I'll get stuck as Willie O'Connor listens, but they've been against UCD. You know what I mean? You know, you're going for a league title, you have to hit top form. And they haven't. The goals have dried up by the UCD games. The performances haven't deserved. No. Victories, you know, you know, you can draw the second half. This is when you when you expect the boys to like really be on top gear and like uh and going for the, the juggler in games like and, and that that's been the worrying part, isn't it? As you say that the draw the draw game they were stifled out like but you've got to go gung ho for these games because there's so much you have to win these and they they never the draw game was a case in point where they, they took the second half to get going and a lot that's been the case with a, a good few of these games they're running, isn't it? That's the problem. You you can't keep it doesn't matter if you're going for a league title, but you know, just any game of football, you can't give forty-five minutes up as if it just doesn't matter. I'm gonna start the end of the second half and I'm gonna be rosy. You can't do that, like, and, and that's that's what Derry did down in Drogheda. I probably should have turned rosy. They they had the better chances and they probably should have won the game. But you know, the last goes on. They weren't good enough in Sligo and got what they deserved. Shamrock Rovers game, you know, they, they took the lead. And they conceded the goal. That, that that's fair enough. But Rovers were, were were coming. Then they try and get a winner. Obviously, with Sheen getting sent off. But it's it's not even the Shamrock Rovers game that that, that, that was defining the season. That's your Slagos. That's your Drogheda. Even mm-hmm. last week, the, the Yellow sending off. You know, Friday night kills the game. To be honest, from a Derry City point of view, at at it's, it's never a red card, in my opinion. Uh, I think Rob Hennessy was using both to get these back pocket very quickly to get the red out. Uh, it's a yellow in my opinion. But look, that doesn't take away from the fact that Derry then, you know, they, they just didn't get going. They didn't think they were going to get going. And you also, to be honest, you, you look at Shelburne on a game that they, they had they won. And they were so disappointing too. Like I don't know if it's like modern football, but we're all obsessed with possession, but I'm more obsessed with possession with a purpose. Yeah. And there's too much shit now that people are just keeping the ball, but they're not really going anywhere, to be brutally honest with you. And, and both teams would have gotten Friday night. Yeah, well, we're going to have to watch that Man United-Copenhagen game, and that was very much the same, wasn't it? Where United had all the ball, 
we've had nothing wet, like you know, that's it's been a bit, a, a bit like that with, with dairy, as you, you said, like, but. Well, I find was, and I think it was because there was so much at stake, and I think it's it has got. They won't say it, but there is a wee bit of nerves that's crept under there, uh, because you know the players, the players were saying afterwards, you know, what all right, they're down to ten men, and and uh, I think it was Ben Doherty was saying it was important that that they they couldn't they didn't lose that game because with Shelburne now could if they won it they were within two points and then two very winnable games against UCD and Drogheda they finished it off and, and there we're going to slip down that table potentially like you know if they didn't finish strong so I think there was a wee bit of nerves and and and, and sort of creeping under the play now this last few games and that's if you want to win the league titles you just you, you can't afford to be doing that you can't afford to be Sort of letting the nerves dictate how how you're playing football and not taking chances and not uh, not just going for it. Like you would rather lose the title, lose the title race by just going for it and taking risks, but not not by uh, you know playing the way we have, just very lethargic at times. And and you know as we can talk about the, the the red cards, you know ruining the game. But up until that point, I know it was like a wee bit of a test match, which it always is with Shelburne, and it's very only the all gold besides the games and in, in recent uh, fixtures between the two teams. But you know, you just you just gotta have a wee bit more urgency about your play and a wee bit more of a, a risk. It doesn't happen at all. But obviously, uh, Jordan Mack and F and 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 Fats came on late on, and and then they they seem they have you know a wee bit more drive under the box, which was. When they're down to ten men, it was it was too late at that stage. Then. Well, this is it. I, I, you know, we we keep saying about yes, up front they need a striker. All this crack, they know. But I've alluded to you before. It's not the striker or strikers. It's it's players getting in the box. Yeah. And you're right about that urgency and keeping at them and a high tempo. And when they do raise the tempo, they're, they're creating chances. But if, if if you're not, you know, you're keeping possession. It's too lethargic. You're right, if he would rather just go for it and try and win the games, and if he lost, then so be it. That was because you were having a counter-attack by pushing forward. But it's just too safe. It's 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 just too safe football at the moment. And, you know, if he finished third, it's, it's, there's no doubt about it. It's disappointing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you were you were on there fighting for a title race four or five weeks ago, and now you're talking about can you get third? And, you know, we talked about earlier a couple of podcasts ago about, you know, have you closed the gap? Have you improved? And what you said was the squad has improved. There's no denying that the squad has improved. But the team hasn't. Mm. You know, you, know, you finish second, but the gap could be the same. Shamrock Rovers have came back to the whole pack. And nobody's really galloped forward. Some Pats are right to say, well, we've galloped forward compared to where we were two years ago. Derry haven't galloped forward to catch Shamrock Rovers. Shamrock Rovers has, has the potential of finish 10, 12 points clear Derry come the end of the season. Uh, and that's that's the concerning thing. Now, we know, and we keep saying it, injuries has been a major factor. But, you know, uh, uh, you can't keep using injuries. You, you know, you've improved the squad no end compared to last year's squad. So things have to be have to be looked at, and I would say they will be over the the, the end of the season and the winter and whatever else. Oh well, yeah, is already sort of looking at the bringing in players, and that's that's going to happen, no doubt about that. In certain areas, he needs to strengthen. Like, but uh, as as you say, like there's 
injuries have played a part. There's, there's no doubt about that. But it's been such. It's. I think this is the most frustrating thing that it was there for the taking for Derry. Definitely, Pats have come back in and got and you know, sort of drifted out of it again and back in again now. And we were kind of looking over our shoulder, and they're sitting there. They're sitting there. What? What? What are they? Three points ahead of Derry now at this stage with two games to go, which is. I think that's, I, I, I don't know how that's happened. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, and I and I think third place for Derry is, is, is has to be seen as a, as a disappointment. I know the, the end goal now is just get under Europe because that's where the money is. And, uh, you know, as, as, as Rory said, that's the that's the bare minimum now for, for Derry City Football Club in terms of where it is because if they don't get Europe and there's still a chance that they mightn't get Europe, I, I, I can't see that happening, that scenario. But, if they, if if they don't, then then questions, real questions, have to be asked about how they haven't got in there, like because it was it was all in their hands, and it's it's this it's for the second season in a row. We had the FA Cup final last year; they took our sort of eye off the ball. But for the second season in a row, we have stumbled over the uh, over the finish line. Well, that, that's exactly it, and you're right; it stumbled, and you're also right. The cup final last year, you know, whatever way you want to call it, that that. that just everybody focused on the cup final, it doesn't matter. Mm. Funnies in second, Funnies in third, you both get into Europe. I get all that. But that's not where Derry said they want to be. They don't want them in Funnies in third. They want them in Funnies in second. They want to close the gap in Shamrock Rovers. Now they can still do that. Funnies in second and closing the gap, but they haven't really. That's the frustrating thing. They haven't really closed the gap in Shamrock Rovers because of Shamrock Rovers' shock and start. They were yeah. terrible first five matches, didn't get a victory. They've they've lost so many games this year, which they've never done. And, you know, they have literally stumbled over the line. They won the league title now. I honestly expect them. They won the league title this Friday night. I think Logoli Pats, they, they, came, they came out of the traps early and hammered Drogheda. Now, to be fair to Drogheda, they were down a lot of players uh, on Monday night. Fans. Ah, exactly. But they also came out with a team that just basically says, right, boys, go and won two matches and we can start the celebration four in a row. And they started like that. And I would suspect that's even laying down a marker too for next year. They some pants. You think he's are getting close? Yeah. Catch yourself on what they bang. He's already talking to Stephen Bradley after that match. That I mean, because it's like they know it's in the bag and he's already talking about, you know, why stop at four in a row? We're, we're, we're going to go create our own history and become the first team they have. They go for five in a row and, and it sort of it suggests that he's going to be there next season where there's a wee bit of doubt hovering over that. These are all things you don't want to be hearing from the city camp. Like if it, uh, because that's continuity down at Tala and, and that, was the, that was, again... We were loving on hope, all right. It's it's collapsing at Tala, like, and you know this season has sort of proven that that it's not all rosy there, like. But it's, it's just just coming out, obviously, it's after a big five 0 one, and everything's everybody's delighted after that. But just just the sounds of things that they're 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 not going to stop. They're going to go strengthen, and and with Stephen Bradley, if it, if it does stay, I know there's links with with Lincoln again that vacant role there, but um. You know, if it, if he if he stays on and that continuity is there, he's gonna he's gonna be able to attract players they they rovers and that's the, that's a scary thing in case they they sort of kick on a gear as well. Uh, I'm well, sure Derry will as well too. Kev, as you said, like they're gonna strengthen, but I think if two seasons in a row now you haven't really got close to them, 
then it's uh you know is it going to take us another year another couple of years before that gap is closed like it's just it's just a, a, a wee bit of a concern now just the way that they've they've dropped off well that's it and to be fair rovers you're right there could be continuity with bradley staying on but even if bradley left at the pension they get on we know all that here but the new manager, if there is a new manager, he's starting with a squad of about 17, 18 players that are under contract. And I would say there's at least 15 of them under contract that have won at least two, possibly three, possibly four league titles in a row. You know, if you're not coming up the dressing room, it's like, oh, we have to build again. They still have a good enough squad there. And as I say, that that's only if, if Bradley left, which as you say, if he stays on, then... You know, everything's rosy and everything's great and they, uh, and they can move on. Uh, from Derry's point of view, it's just trying to, to strengthen and it's, it's just getting that mentality, I think, at the, at the minute, that winning mentality, the, the spine of the team of getting the the winners in there. Like, you know, your Alexa Patrick, your Alexa Mark Connolly, you know, these boys have been there, done that, but they're just, they haven't been out in the pitch and that's, oh. that's, that's a bottom line, like. They're the big characters that you have must. You say what's been lacking here, and, and that's, oh, I, I think where he said it himself, it's that ruthlessness as well, too. We haven't had the, the ball in the back of the net often enough. You know, all the goals have come in those games against UCD. Uh, since the, the, the Dundalk match, if you disregard the UCD games, there's been no goals. And, uh, you know, that's that's the, the big concern. So that's, I'm sure that's he's going to strengthen in that department. But um, in terms of, of like that one on mentality and then that leadership qualities, as you said, more Conley and, and Fats, that you need them boys on the pitch. Um and, and it just hasn't happened this year. Like so other guys will have to step up to the plate. Otherwise, you know, um I don't know it's what what what, what he does there in, in that regard. But finish they could all could all sort of turn around in his head and if they, they finish in second spot I think and, and finish with a wee bit of momentum two two ones from these last two especially with Pats in the last game you know it's going to be a huge game for in terms of building towards next season and just the mentality sort of you know that sort of way and, and if you beat Pats you finish second then then it's not so bad is it doesn't look too too bad of an end of a season all right you've thrown thrown away the league title in some people's eyes but same time, you're, you're still building towards something. Well, that's exactly it. You know what? You're right. It is just trying to keep build a bit of momentum and, 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 and the next season. And the players, too, have to take a lot of responsibility, too, at the end of the day. They're the players that are out in the pitch. And, you know, we're really setting up a team to go and win games, and it's just not happening. Like, as you say, you take out the UCD uh, games. Nobody's scoring. And mm-hmm. it's 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 throughout the pitch. Like it's not just strikers, it's you know, your your Mickey Duffy's up there, you Paul McMullen hasn't gonna go yet, you know, midfielders getting forward. And that's the big thing is you know, you need to get goals from throughout the pitch and, and that's how you you know you're you're gonna have sort of title one on teams as such as it's not just relent on one man, like, you know, don't get me wrong, man. City have Holland, and everybody thinks that you know that's the way it is. But like he's got Kevin De Bruyne setting them up, and Bernardo Silva and Grealish, you know, we full Foden. The list is endless. United of Harry Maguire and uh, Ericsson. something was on the uh, Exactly, and sticking their head on it. Uh, but no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just a case of you know, it's 
maybe letting the handbrake, I think Hargate says that before, mm. you know, maybe the, the way they're playing isn't, isn't going to get you what you're looking for as, as the title. You might have to open up and, and express yourself going forward more and start playing more on the front foot because the possession game isn't at the minute showing the dividends that it's going to close the gap in Shamrock Rovers two years in a row. It, it, it hasn't closed the gap. It hasn't made you right. I, I think we could win the league playing against. I, I, I don't think... In my opinion, I don't think you can win the league playing the way they are the last couple of seasons. No, definitely. And and we we touched on it with we, we, the likes of Jordan McAuliffe and, and him driving on towards the box. And that was, that was like, we were starting to create things because once you have those players run under the box, they're, they're you know, they're opening up spaces and, and, you know, the likes of Patching and Fats or whoever can pick up the pieces there, you know. It's just uh, that that's been very lacking. And I must say, Jordan McAniff has, has should have been playing or anything else because we don't know what goes on in training and what Rory's ideas is, are like as well too. But I think that's been a big. Uh, I think a lot of people have 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 seen that that's that's been a big omission from the team as well too. Just like uh, like we, we we talked about this numerous times. We like the way Joe Thompson was able to run on lit on the uh under the box and and cause a bit of havoc. Like that has been a key part as well. You talk about the lack of goals, but the lack of those kind of runs they they create a bit of. But a havoc in the box hasn't hasn't been there either, hasn't it? Now? No, that's that's exactly it. It's it, it, it's getting bodies on the box. It just mm. causes confusion and whatever else. Like you know, Derry's top scores this year is Mickey Duffy and Maganuff. They're both sitting on seven goals. Then you like Patchings in six, and you've been Dordie in five. Like and you know that's just like the top ten strikers in the league. Derry aren't there, like Derry come in at tenth. <laughs> Number nine is Freddie Draper, who left in July. Yeah. You know what I mean? That tells you where you're sort of at. Like it's it's easy to say, you know, get a striker, get a striker. This one, it's difficult to get strikers. You know, they're not lying out there. But two, I, I think that you need to change a bit to get boys on the box and causing a bit of havoc and, and helping a team in McGonagall, Danny Mullen, uh, uh Key and Kavanagh, you know, you need other people in there. You can't just let them on their own try and rectify everything. And that, that has been the concerning thing this season. You were right, Jordan Maganoff started like a house on fire and you're thinking, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, has formed up. Or, uh, you know, it just, just doesn't happen. Like So, as I say, you might have to look at trying to, to add goals. Adam O'Reilly's another boy. Possibly from midfield, you, you need him to start adding goals to his game because he's doing everything else. Are they getting the goals? Not too sure. Yeah, maybe it's unfair. I mean, obviously, we've only like really seen him this season, probably for for Derry. But I don't know if that's a, a big part of his game. I know he maybe wants to to sort of add that sort of string to its bow. But I don't know if it's a natural kind of part of his game. That I don't know if you agree with that. But um, he definitely the 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 fact is that we need we need goals from midfield. We need goals from everywhere. Well, this is up. You know. I- you know, when I was I was signaling Adam O'Reilly out, you know, mm. he's been quality. I'm not, I'm not criticizing him, just saying, mm. I, it's just it's just if you're trying to go to that next level, you need to spread the goals out. Mm. And at the minute they're spreading the goals out, but they're single figures, like you need maybe one boy to hit fifteen or twenty goals and then two or three others hitting ten goals. We're we're two or three like to say top scores in seven. Mm. That's, that's 
Not good enough. That's not going to be illegal. Well, 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 listen, they, they were here afterwards. Like, it was an interesting interview afterwards, wasn't it? Like, in, a, in his office at the Brandywell after the game. Like, he was, <laughs> he was, uh, obviously unhappy with, with how it went. He, he, he basically was, wasn't happy, first of all, because obviously the big talking point was the, the, the Allo sending off, you know, it was 24 minutes on the, on the game for a tackle on Shane Farrell, who doesn't do him any favors by rolling around. Well, it was just in an area, you know, it was 30, 40 yards from, from the goal, no real danger. Like it was a, like a, a needless kind of lunge, regardless of whether you think it was a red card or not. It was, it was just a kind of silly tackle they lunge under this day and age where the referees that are, especially referees that are card happy. But, uh, let, let's, let's hear what he has to say, uh, about that incident and about the, the obviously the overall performance. So here's Rory Higgins. <laughs> We started the game quite well, um, and then the period before Sadoui got sent off, it was, it was quite even. I thought we started the game the better team, and there was a period that had evened out. Um, and then when you go down to 10 men, we, we 70 minutes to play, um, you, you would probably settle for a point at that stage. Uh, obviously, we came into the game wanting all three, but given the circumstances, uh, the players were brave, they, they stood up to the challenge, we didn't give up any chances and um, showed real discipline and character to, to get a point because if they had won the game it would have brought it to two points with, with two games to go so um, I think uh, in the circumstances it's, it's a decent point. I've looked at it back and, uh, and it's not like I don't, it's not a, it's not a red card, um, it's not high, it's a wee bit late, it hasn't endangered the player. It's not two-footed, so I think, given all them things, it's, it's, it's extremely harsh. I'm not going to do it, but I could sit here and name ten big decisions throughout the season that have hurt us and cost us, but I'm not, we don't have the time for it. It's, it's been far too many. Um, listen, I, I'll get myself in trouble if I say too much, but um, I think we, we have got an extremely raw deal. But I thought uh, the leadership throughout the team, people putting their bodies on the line, our defensive organisation, because Shelburne have been probably the form team in the league over recent times, and Moylan, Wood, uh, the Farrell, these types of players can open the door at any stage, but we kept them out, and, and um, obviously we wanted to take them on and, and, and beat them 11 v 11, but as I said, once we got reduced to 10 men, uh, we stood up and Embraced the challenge and, and, and got a, what I think is, is, is possibly a valuable point. Uh, the league title is obviously out of reach. Um, but uh, we had a good run in Europe this year and we want more of it next year. You think that's those big decisions, as you said, like have, have cost you a, a point? Loads of points. Loads of points. There's nothing you can do about it. No, well, the game's finished. There's nothing we can do about it now. We can't go and replay the game. So. Um, there's been key decisions this year that have really, really cost us. Um, like our, our performance in, in Sligo, for example, was was below par. I'm not s- sitting here defending that, but it's no no We have a stonewall penalty turned on. Then Ronan Boyce gets sent off a couple of minutes later. So 
like big decisions of costs. There's, I'm not getting away from the fact that certain games we haven't been good enough in either. Um, absolutely not, and I accept that. But uh, I, I do feel we've been dealt a harsh blow with, with a lot of decisions, and and I'm not. I'm I'm right in what I'm saying. We've reviewed them all, and, and we've we've had a raw deal. Uh, well, yeah, there he goes. He's, 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 he thinks Derry get a raw deal in terms of uh, you know the the big decisions and and they and there's there's no argument against it that the big decisions have gone against them this season and have cost them as he said lots of points. No doubt about it. There's a, there's a list. You know, want to go down the list, uh, but we can go down the list. Of, you know, because we've been at the games. Sligo, no, no, shocking, terrible performance, blatant penalty. Mm-hmm. Wasn't given. Yeah, obviously the other night didn't think it was a red card. Uh, it, it was lit, but didn't think it was a red card. Shea Magalini against Shamrock Rovers. I can see why that was a red card and why it was a penalty. Ronan Boyce, to be honest, we uh, I haven't seen that night. We were down at the showgrounds. We couldn't properly see because it was just in front of the end that we sat it in front of the dugouts. Then when I seen it and and the, the highlights, I, I actually thought it was a. A second yellow card for Golden Boys that night, but that you know that, that that's one thing after another. But there, there's a list of incidents. Game in was chalked off. This was a, was a off, big one. Yeah. yeah, you know, so the, you could go on and on, but you know, you still have to, to play. You still have to play better yourself. There's no two ways about that. Uh, obviously, Shelburne. Had a few chances. Obviously, Jack Moylan up front was handled the ball, but he didn't handle it because you know we called Damien Duffy didn't handle it, so you know he wouldn't lie, and because Damien's told us that his players wouldn't lie to him, so that sort of says it all to me. Uh, and then the presser ended quite well, and you were quite funny with uh, the presser. You going no, nah. you know trying to take him down the Jack Moylan path, really, and uh, shall we say? He just sort of waved that off and wasn't having it at all. No, it, it wasn't like that. You can't blame me for asking the question, like, but it was uh, like even like though I, even though he's coming to anybody, he's moving across the water. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I think Rory was was basically saying all like like if you look at Rory wasn't saying this, but if you look at the the games that Rob Hennessy sort of taking charge of Derry too, I think it was uh, Brian. Don Levy, who was shown as the stats, and it's not very, it doesn't, it's not very favourable for Derry like in terms of the percentage in the one rate, you know, when, when he's in charge of games, and you can look under that in different ways, you know, and but definitely they've had a, a raw deal, as he says. Like I was kind of um, asking him if there, if he felt there was a, like a kind of a sovereign bias in these games. Like obviously. It's it's a loaded question and one that he doesn't want to be answering because it gets him suspended for the last couple of games of the season. So uh, he very cleverly sidestepped that, and uh, I think he he sort of called me out on it. <laughs> but it was like... <laughs> the, at the end of the press conference, where we all came out of his office laughing, and I yeah. think these these his players were going, "What are they laughing about? What is so funny?" <laughs> But uh, no, I, there was there was context the way we were in stitches. There was uh, best leaving it at that. But uh, I it was just it was just you can tell that he was just so disappointed in the way the season's gone now. But it's 
as he says, like it's the, the, the whole goal now is just to get European football for next year and pick it on from there. Like hopefully he can uh, you know reinforce that squad and then uh, in the close window, like we already know he's sort of making moves in, in, in certain areas, you know, and uh, hopefully tying up a few loose ends around the, what the, his own squad as it stands now. So you, you've got to just you've got to still. Keep the faith, and 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 hopefully he can produce a couple of big performances now. The the team, uh, and especially I think I think the the onus is even if you get a as the way it, it lies now, Kev. If we get a point, we're still not guaranteed. Uh, depending on how the Bulls results go, because they're the, like they can finish in sixty one points. Is am I right? And and a, a point we would bring down to sixty points in Cork. Is that right? Yeah. So basically, a victory. Victory in Cork guarantees you yeah. European football. That's you know, if you're if you're a player, you want that to be done. You want that to be wrapped up. You know, then you can, you know, finish the season at the Brandywell, uh with with a victory, send the, the the supporters home happy, and head off under the sunset for the for the winter and whatever else. Like so, no, just get the job down 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 in, in Cork. Yes, they're they're they've they've a chance of of catching. Slego, they possibly stay out of that playoff. The only way they can do that is if they beat Derry City. Uh, they have to beat Derry City. They have any chance of, of catching Slego. Uh, I, I can't, I honestly can't see them catching Slego. I think they will be in the playoff. Uh, and then it's just a case of, you know, we'll, we'll see who comes up from said playoff or, or if anybody goes down. Uh, we're recording this. On Monday night and uh, or Tuesday night, what am I on? Tuesday night, and you're sort of looking at the results. Of the first legs of the the playoff just took took place tonight, and Waterford drew one each with half loan, and Cove beat uh, Wexford, which is James Carey's team. So the second legs of this week. So you know Waterford, who we're all thinking was a a shoe in, they still are in a strong position, but they drew one each tonight against half loan, and then they have the. The, the second leg at home on Saturday before you may be facing Cove or Wexford and the winners will play possibly Cork it looks like so look it's still a lot to play for from Cork's point of view too they still harbour hopes they, they try and you know stay up themselves and the only way they can do it is be winning games from Derry's point of view you just get the factory and move on then and, and, and uh, basically start preparing for next year and guaranteed European football yeah, and and obviously games against the uh, Cork this season, like they, they, the the obviously three one last time was not down down at Turner's Cross, like so you you wanted a more sort of repeat for of, of of that performance. I think that was a a good a strong performance at that from what I recall as well too. They Cork haven't beaten us. I think it's three three ones from from three so far. Isn't that right? So. Uh, if 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 we were to think about predictions, Kev, like you, you you've got to, and we just so much at stake. It's you, you've got to fancy there they they get the three points, haven't you? Like you know, and just uh, regardless of what's right for Cork, are are they good enough? They they get get a one there. Well, that's exactly that. You know, Keaton's obviously scoring away. Mm. Uh, he's scoring goals for fun. He's sitting up there. Uh, the goal scoring charge is something joint. You know, so. He he he'll be a man they watch, but I, I agree. I think uh, Derry will just be too will be too strong for them. I fancy Derry they they, they get the victory uh, and go down there and and get the three points and then prepare for 
start looking towards next season. So I don't know if you want to do predictions now or do you have any you have a wee bit of audio do you from we have uh, well, we've got um, obviously Ben Doherty has uh, a, a big milestone uh, this is his 100th uh, appearance for Derry City like so and, and his, his, his two spells at the club and he was chatting afterwards it was obviously a, a huge week last week it started with a Monday as as uh, as girlfriend Shannon gave birth to her first child as well uh, their, their daughter Enya they called her so it was it was just a nice moment for him and he talks about how you know, he's obviously over the moon, the sort of life changing moment they may have become a father, but it was all systems go for Derry City had rattled in Rory's door and says, Look, I'm I want to be involved against Shelburne. It's regardless, like it's um and it just shows you what what he thinks and what the the players are all they, they want to finish the season on a high and then they can enjoy their downtime and then focus on the next year. Like, but it was a nice moment for him this uh, this week, and then obviously against Cork, it's going to be his hundredth appearance. So fair play for Ben, and we'll hear from what he's got to say here. Well, Ben, I suppose just after no, no. Ten men. What was your your initial thoughts after the match there? Like, what, but uh, disappointed, but a, a good result in the end. Given the ten men. Uh, look, it wasn't. Hmm. It probably wasn't the game that we wanted tonight. Um, we had a game plan and we tried to implement it. And obviously, when you get that sort of that setback after, I think it was 20, 25 minutes in the game, it's it's something you have to sort of deal with. Um, personally, I don't think it was a sending off from where I was in the practice. I was close to it. Um, but it's another one of them decisions here at the Brandywell. It's, it's sort of baffled everybody. And But I thought with the 10 men, I thought we bounced back very well. Um, I thought there was massive leadership shown throughout the squad and even the players that came on. We dug we dug deep to, to get a point here tonight. So all things considered, it probably is a good point for us and, and where we want to be. Not easy to say, I mean, honestly, it's a hard slog, especially in conditions like this as well. That's it. You're under the breeze in the second half. Yeah. and Probably with the magnitude of the game and the sending off, it was probably... We knew it was at risk if we didn't at least come away with a point, you know what I mean? If we had a good beat here tonight, it's a different story. It's The pressure mounts back on us then with the two games remaining, but we've sort of kept Shelburne now at arm's length and it's up to us to go and finish the job now. Yeah, a point needed, like the guarantee Europe now, yeah, isn't it? Like two it's... games and mm. it's up to us, as I say. It's, people might see that as pressure, but mm. we're all in that change room. We're all looking for the one thing, and that's European football next year. Yeah, as you say, on the, on the Allo sending off, which was, was harsh, I think that's a consensus. Like, and, and Rory was saying something, a lot of these big decisions have, have really cost you this, this season, like, you know, in, in, in numerous games. That's it, we, we've seen it back, um, but hey, we can't be making excuses. Um, they do go against you, and it's, it swings and roundabouts. And look, you just hope that rounds of the season, looking back, that we have got something. But it's the way it is. It's, it's football, and it's why we play it. It's because it's so unpredictable. But as I say, I don't think it was a sending off, um, and it's not the first decision that's went against us this year. We'll just say. Yeah, it's been a, a, a sort of big week for you in terms personally. Obviously, congratulations. Uh, become a follower as well too this week. So. You're leading on to 100 appearances for Derry, I think, and uh, yeah. coming up now as well, too, against Cork, which would be fantastic. So That's it. It's, a bit, it's been a big week, and look, it's been it's been a life-changing week. Um, Monday evening, we get was born, but as I say, all the, the staff and the players on there have been very supportive, and, and the club have been very supportive, and obviously my partner, Shannon. Um, 
you don't get anywhere without the women. Um, it's it's definitely a man's life. I've learned that. So look, um, two of the games left now. Um, then the season, and then I can enjoy a bit of family time. But between now and then, the season it's just it's all focus here and. and Obviously, enjoy time with the weekend. Well, he's man, keeping the good books there. Like, but, but as you said, like it's just about finishing as strong as possible. Now, obviously, Pats are up their level of points now uh, in third, but um, you know, it's, it's it's about cementing second, getting European football, and that's job done. That's it. As I said to the gaffer, I'm, I was on training the next day because I wanted to be involved tonight and I wanted to be with the team and preparing the way we wanted to play tonight. Obviously, it didn't go that way, but I'm committed to, to here and, and Obviously, this is where this is my job, and I think everybody in there we're all just striving for that one thing. And when that's secured, then we can sort of not relax or take the foot off, but we can look forward to next year then. Well, there he is, a happy man. Hey, saving a happy man, a big, a big week for him and. Hopefully, more big weeks they, they, they follow from on the pitch anyway, definitely. Well, he's like, you look at his numbers, like he, I think you've uh, alluded to him before, you know, his, his numbers have been fantastic and it has been, he's been one of the, the definitely the signings of the season, potentially a uh, nominee for, for like, you know, on the team of the year as well, too, if you, if you, if you were to, to sort of look at that, because he, he has been so influential in games and, and a brilliant addition this year, like, so. It's a fantastic moment for him, 100, 100 appearances. And it does mean a lot to him. You, you know him as well, too, Kev. And, he, and he's, he, he just sort of wears his heart in the sleeve. And he, and he loves playing for Derry City. So hopefully, like, uh, hopefully he does well and maybe sort of can, can set up or maybe get on the score sheet himself, you know, down, down in Turner's Cross. Well, that's it. And, and you know, as you say, his command settled him well, playing at left back. I remember Gary Hamilton when he signed says, look, Think of his uh, come back with the end of the season. I'll, I'll guarantee it'd be double figures with goals and assists. And Gary's right, it's five goals, seven assists, and you know he's he's a couple of games to go. Like so, he knew what what player uh, Derry were signing. A lot of Derry fans were, but oh, Ben Norrie, we've seen him when he was eighteen. Hadn't seen him again. Hadn't seen much Irish league football. But spoke to managers and all with them. They all says that that he'd be he'd be the man, and he, and he stepped up. There's no doubt about it. Hopefully he can step up again on Friday night. I think he and Derry City will step up on Friday night. So I'm going to go for a 2-0 Derry City victory during a Turner's Cross. Ah, very good. And all those goals are coming from where? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to... Because this has been so depressing, this, this edition, and the latest edition. So I'm going to finish with a, a positive result. And it's going to be... I'm going to go... There's going to be goals. There are going to be three goals. And it's going to be 2-1 Derry. On that positive note, uh, I w- we'll get you some reaction from from Cork hopefully for next week, and uh, hopefully we're looking at uh, a, a no- looking a year ahead in, in Europe again as well too. So yeah, thanks for joining us. See you next week, folks. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any city fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at dairyjournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat. 
as we follow the fortunes of Derry City Football Club.